you are listening to episode 34 of the Keto Island Boys podcast. Today we have a special episode where we actually took an interview from another podcast that myself and Jeff happened to be on, and that is the Coco Daisa podcast. And so you are listening to basically the podcast that the Coco Daisa podcast uh, had submitted earlier of this week for episode 34. So we are very thankful that we were able to be on their podcast and you will be listening to our conversations basically about keto, uh, about the obesity issues in the Polynesian and island communities, and also talk about New Zealand slang. Hope you enjoy. What's up, everyone? This is Jeff, and I've been on my ketogenic journey since like September 2017. And this is Heinz, and I've been doing keto uh, since March of 2018. And we are the Keto Island Boys. That's right. We are on episode 34. 34. 34. Yeah, man. And uh, we know we are just two. Island boys, you know, we just do in the ketogenic lifestyle. We just talk about, you know, things that happen through us throughout the week, trying to keep it real and relatable to everyone who's doing keto out there. I know a lot of us, you know, are have different journeys and, and we just like to meet people and do interviews and meet people from all over the world who are doing keto and kind of sharing their journeys with us. And even people that aren't necessarily doing keto, but maybe want to learn more about keto. Mm-hmm. And what the ketogenic lifestyle is kind of all about and just kind of our thought processes of what is making, you know, everybody sick, I feel like. And so, um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, we're just two regular guys. I mean, you know, we usually record either kind of like where we're at, like I'm, I'm all over the place, you know, and we'll, we'll, that's the beauty of the Internet. And 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 also the beauty of the internet is how we meet people too and so that's yeah. also and that's kind of where we found our guests for this week's uh yeah. podcast um you guys are in for a special treat uh our friends from the coco Lisa podcast that i found mm-hmm. randomly on the internet um these are uh, a pacific island couple that um that they have, they've had a podcast that they've started uh, over a year ago, and they talk about subjects uh, that relate to the Pacific Island community, primarily for those that live uh, kind of like in the New Zealand area, uh, slash Australia, slash the Pacific region, uh, the South Pacific region uh, of the globe. And so, uh, yeah, we're just trying to spread this, you know, not just to people here that we know and people in the states but you know i mean we feel like this helps uh everybody all over the world and and when you have things like heart disease 
as the number one killer in the world, uh, we feel that this, uh, the information that we have is really beneficial to everybody. So, uh, so yeah, we're glad to have uh, our friends and our, and what we like to say, our, our podcast family, Coco Lysa, on the podcast this week. And, yeah, it was really good because they, they really didn't know any information about it. And we kind of just try to, you know, yeah. um, explain to them kind of what we do. And, and um, the one thing I forgot to mention is that we are not, you know, we are not any sort of professional experts or doctors or nutritionists. Uh, I forgot to mention that, which is why I'm mentioning it now. You know, and then like, you know, and we need to have somebody maybe uh, maybe as we move on, we need more fact checkers because, you know, I'm not 100 percent right of the stuff that I'm talking about. You know, the only things I really know is what happens, you know, what what we do in our daily lives. Uh, but I'm, I know I'm probably getting some of the science wrong on some of the things that I mentioned as I was uh, listening over to our podcast from earlier. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they. Um, uh, I, I just lost my train of thought, but but just saying that, you know, you no, know, yeah, you know, um, when we talk to them, uh, it what was nice about this uh, podcast that we just did with them is that they have very similar um, backgrounds, like their families. They're back, they come from big family backgrounds. You know, they have Filipino families, and so it's relatable. We talk about you know, things that happen, you know, within our culture in the, you know, Polynesian, the Islander, you know, family. And which is really nice because like you say, there isn't outlets for people in the Polynesian community talking about heart disease or talking about keto. And, 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 and you just said it, it's not just for us, but for everyone out listening. So, you know, this is another outlet for, for people. And I, I kind of feel like, we're doing a positive thing, you know, for, for everyone, you know, hopefully someone, yeah, someone could take away something good out of this. Yeah. And so, you know, and then hopefully, you know, uh, some of you guys that are maybe uh, big fans of theirs, you might happen to pop over and now you've heard about us and you've heard about, um, you know, what we're doing and basically our name, we're just, you know, we're just really trying to promote, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, good health and, um, specifically when it comes to food, because food is basically yeah. something that everybody has, to, everybody has to eat. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Yeah. um, we also feel like, you know, that's possibly why a lot of people are sick, um, and get things like, you know, things like type two diabetes is probably the number one thing that, uh, or the number one enemy for, for, uh, for our, our people uh like i mean just listening to the podcast the other day uh just you know you were saying both of your parents my dad uh i have two uh i have two half brothers they both have type 2 diabetes so it's like man this is like prevalent you know this is prevalent in our families like we have family members that have it you know and uh i'm very thankful that i don't have that you know i don't have diabetes yet but I know the the way my lifestyle was beforehand, I was definitely on that path of getting it, especially with as much sweets as I used to eat and especially the soda. I used to, man, I used to kill three, four. So like I would have friends 
I'm not going to name any names, but I would have friends that would give me the side eye after having my fourth soda in like, you know, in an hour and a half period. And I used to get so annoyed. But now looking back, it's like, damn, man, these people were legitimately trying to like save my life, you know, and just not understanding the dangers of like how much sugar is in a soda um, and just how much. Yeah, just like how dangerous that can be just for your overall health. And, and you know, and one thing that I've noticed too that you know I, I know a lot of people who are doing other kind of diets like either paleo or like you know uh, people at work are doing whole thirty. The one common factor that most of these diets have that's similar to keto is the sugar. Like cutting out sugar in the diet, it makes a huge difference on all their diets that yeah. they do. And, and, and what we're doing keto is just, uh, yeah, it's another adaptation of, uh, other diets, you know, and this is, you know, and again, people who don't know what keto is, you know, you're primarily burning fat as your fuel source and you're kind of getting rid of all the carbs in your system and not using it to burn as fuel carbs, but you're using fat, uh, to burn. Yeah, and for me, I think what why I love keto is there's things that I've always avoided, you know, pre-keto, like uh, that I thought was possibly bad for me, like uh, like the lamb flaps or what we call in Samoa Mamoy, what they call mm-hmm. sipi in uh, Tonga. Um, man, that's like the fattiest part of the lamb. It's like pretty much all fat. And like I remember eating that and just feeling guilty about it. Or, or And then even yeah. things like bacon, like gosh, you know. Yeah. I should maybe only have three strips of bacon and then, you know, and then things like cheese, you know, like, so that's yeah. for me, I, I, that's why I wanted to start this podcast because I know my people, I know Samoans love to eat stuff. That's very fatty. Uh, the other one, yeah. Samoans, especially um, in the States, you know, um, is the turkey tails. Like that's, it's nothing but fat that's on that. And it's like, so some people it's too fatty and they've even outlawed it in um in the country of Samoa that you know that the that type of meat is not allowed into the country anymore because people were um you know getting too obese but yet during the same time they allow you know Coca-Cola has a big manufacturing you know like they have a big sort of plant there and they're you know selling like you could buy these big uh, one and a half liter Coke bottles and uh, yeah. and Sprite and like, man, all, all these things. And it's like nobody ever bats an eye or looks at that stuff really as uh, as being that bad. And, and I think that's the danger, too, is the fact that, you know, when like how you were saying, like all those diets have this one thing in common and that's the sugar thing. But yet. Man, it's just so it's one of those things that, hey, you know, like you give candy to kids and you get like these are things we give the kids. It's like sugar. And it's just, you know, we see what it does. And it's like, you know, uh, we always think of treats as being stuff that's sweet. Like so not only candy, but cookies, um, cake, ice cream, you know, things that are really like used to celebrate. Right. You celebrate birthdays with cakes and cupcakes and ice cream. And it's just like um it's like it's good to have once in a while it's okay i wouldn't say good it's okay to have once in a while but you know the lifestyle that i know i was living before man i was i was murdering sour patch kids every day 
<laughs> I would buy like the like the the two pound bag, and I would kill that bag in probably usually less than three days um, by myself. And um, that's how I, if I were to continue that lifestyle, oh man, I would have had type two diabetes in no time. At least by the time I'm forty, and I'm thirty eight right now. So, um, so so I still. You know, and that's why I like to. That's how I indulge when, when I when I do have my my sort of periods of time where when I am um, consuming some of those things that I do miss. I'll, I'll, that's why I like to go all out. And then, you know, it it's crazy, but uh, it, 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 sugar gives me hangovers, and it's like sometimes worse than like alcohol hangovers. You know, so. Um, but I like to use that as a reminder that, hey, you know, your body is not set up to, like, accept sugar like this. And so, so yeah, so it's, uh, you know, it's, you know, that's why I'm glad that we're kind of doing this, too, because it, like I always say, I, I'm very thankful for doing this, not only just for getting the information out, but just for keeping ourselves accountable, Cause I could easily see like myself coming back from my trip from New Zealand and just being like, who cares? And just, you know, eating the old way that I used to live, you know, until I finally realized like, Hey, this might not be the best way um, to, to live my life as far as um, what I'm eating day in and day out. All right. Um, also, guys, if, if you do want to listen to some of our old uh, podcasts, you know, we did a feature on episode two yeah. of Father Boys, and it, it was titled the Obesity in the Samoan Islands. Yep. And there was actually a obesity crisis there in Samoa. And we did reactions, thoughts. There was a YouTube clip that we played. So, you know, that's very important. So you guys want to go back and listen to some of our old episodes. Yeah, what's tight is uh, I remember talking to my cousins in New Zealand, and what's funny is like almost all of them have seen that one, seen those videos, and they were like, "Hey, is that the is that their interview with the lady in the wheelchair?" And I was like, "Yes, she was in the wheelchair," and that was also kind of weird how that was all like kind of set up, but yeah, she was. Uh, yeah, they 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 did that interview, and it's it's crazy how many people have seen it. So. Yeah, it's called the unreported world obesity in paradise so you can look that up on youtube Correct. obesity in paradise and it's just an eye-opening you know little documentary on how they portray you know your islands yep yeah and, um, and we'll, yeah. we'll be we'll be breaking down a couple more documentaries too uh moving forward there's another one that i kind of uh want to i want to have um have you watch and then it's a because that one's a good one too um yeah. but um yeah and then we, we like to break down you know articles that we see i'm always sending jeff articles hey have you seen this one and in fact the one and this uh, this is a good segue i sent you an article today about chick-fil-a yeah and how now you know with this sort of rise of people starting to do the ketogenic diet and learning about it now places, restaurants, fast food places, now they're starting to cater and start start actually having uh, parts of their menus for us. Yeah. I'm thrilled about because I love, you know, uh, keto is probably the hottest diet trend or lifestyle going on right now. And and you don't see 
any other, I mean, you don't see very many or if not any at all, any fast food places have separate meals catering for just people who are doing keto. They actually like, um, what's the other one? Chipotle. I mean, oh, yeah. restaurant, they have separate menus for keto, just keto only. And so not only is having this at Chick-fil-A, people are going to, people who don't know, probably will start to, you know, wonder or question what, what is, what does keto mean? You know? So it's so big right now. It's, it's so like trendy, right? Yeah. It's crazy. It, and I feel like it really hasn't quite hit New Zealand yet, or at least the Auckland area where I was at for that month because, um, and then maybe part of it is too, is just like maybe getting those types of keto products out. Isn't really like, um, like people aren't trying to take like, not as many people are doing it over there so you're not seeing those products in stores it's hard to find mct oil over there you have to go to like a uh you know like um uh like one of like a like a dnc or uh one of those places that sells you know protein powder or one of those weightlifting they don't have amazon either that sucks not having amazon yeah i think they they're starting to have it uh but i don't know but most like none of my family has amazon and so uh because when i was over there i basically got a lot of them the uh echo and yeah they all had to sign up for like amazon stuff to set their echoes up and 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 all that stuff so um but you're right they don't nobody has they don't really have that out there so not yet at least yeah and and the more popular it becomes in the u.s then the world will start like following what we do here because you see it happening you know a little bit at a time you know you start seeing you know uh companies creating you know sparkling waters and that's you know and they're all over the place now right yeah More there's than- so many sparkling waters and then we were talking about how like now there's uh, like the, I've seen the Super Bowl commercials with bubbly water and and uh, the other spiked uh, alcohol or uh, whatever that. Was. Yeah, and they talk, and they talk about you know even uh, Anheuser Busch with their Bud Light commercials talk That's about right. high, high, yeah. high fructose corn syrup. They don't put those in their drinks. I'm like, yeah, that's sugar. You, you, you shouldn't be putting that in your drinks, you know? Yeah, the corn industry was not happy about those commercials, by the way. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, you're right. It's like it's starting to become a thing that that uh, people are starting to, to notice and gain traction. And, you know, these businesses are starting to pop up. And even in your uh, one of your latest um, Instagram posts, you posted just going to Costco and seeing that um, – now Costco sells that MCT oil. Yeah, and, I know. And I'm it, like, says keto, it says keto right on the front of it. So people going to Costco are like, what is it? If they don't know, man, they, they probably know now. You know, it's, 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 it's hit everywhere now. Yeah, it's so that, yeah, that's one of those things. It's just like, man, uh, I'm glad that we we're sort of kind of trying to catch that wave of, yeah. um, you know, keeping keto people like, you know, we're regular folks. So, you know what I mean? That. Yeah, and the best, and the best, and the best thing about it is, you know, that now that we're on it, uh, yeah, it's just more available wherever you go to find something keto friendly or or something keto related. You know, wherever you go, you you kind of still have to be careful what you're buy, buying because sometimes you know food companies will hide, you know, high, you know, carb 
you know, they'll, 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 they'll sugarcoat, not sugarcoat it, but you know what I'm saying. They will load it up with fake stuff and just to keep the carbs and sugar levels down, right? Yeah, you know, I, I, I always just try to look at the, you know, that's the other thing that, you know, that we tend to do now, just second nature is just look at nutrition facts. So, you know, every now and then there'll be something that'll have low carb. Or like, for example, some of those energy drinks, right? They'll be zero right. carbs, but then they'll have like 25 ingredients, even though there's zero sugar, but there's like all these things you can't pronounce. And, you know, it's an energy drink. I get it. So you're going to have like some weird things in there, but it's like, you know, is my body okay to be drinking all these chemicals and, and stuff like that? So it's just like, yeah. So it's just kind of crazy. Yeah. And then... um. The other one, too, is, uh, you know, since we're doing this podcast and like I'm a big firm believer that, you know, a lot of people should just start podcasts because, you know, I just feel like it's a it's a it's a fun space to be in. Uh, Like, I mean, do you consider yourself, Jeff, a podcaster now? Like, is that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Every day I um, listen to, you know, a good three or four different podcasts and they're not keto related. Some of them aren't, but I do have a playlist of like. uh, Oh, so no, you're you're saying you're a podcast listener. I'm saying, no, I mean, like, what about the mentality waking up like you're an actual podcaster, like, oh, yeah, create podcasts. Do you do you do you see your identity as that? now yeah I mean, I, yeah definitely absolutely like now as a podcaster you kind of you have to think ahead and yeah. you know i mean there's, yeah, i mean we got to a point where like every week we do this we kind of have a set routine that we need to do but you know initially when we started off doing our podcast we just kind of just put something and just stuck it to the wall and just see where it went uh but now we're lining up guests and like you know, but we're still having fun doing it. We haven't lost sight of why we're doing, you know, our this weekly podcast. And we've already we're on episode thirty-four, dude. That's how many how many months is that? Like, um, so since July. So I mean, we're coming up on the year mark. So yeah. uh, what I've noticed too is, you know, Coco Risa did their seasons. I guess would this could considered be considered our first season of the uh, of our podcast? And yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then we might take a little break, maybe uh, a couple weeks here in the summer or something like that, and then I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out. But... We 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 ain't, we ain't taking no we we ain't taking no breaks. No breaks. We, We're we... just gonna stay stay with it. Hey, I'm down with that too. I mean, because to be honest, you know, it, yeah. I love doing these. <laughs> it's fun, you know. I really wish that we were getting paid to do these because then yeah. it'd be probably even more fun for me. But. Well, either- Either yeah, what ends up happening is like our listeners who are like you know at least looking forward to see if they have like a week or two of break, man, they're not gonna follow. They're not gonna follow us anymore. That's what happens when my favorite podcasters start do- doing episodes consistently. I stop following them. Uh-huh. Good call. Good call. I'll, I'll yeah. Even if we, I mean, all we need is like, you know, 10, 15 minutes just to say what's up, see what's going on, you know, and then we could, we could just end it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's kind of like how we did over the holidays, you know, we just kind of yeah. give us a, you know, a brief, uh, like, you, you know, and if you guys are just kind of interested in kind of what's randomly going on in our lives, you know, it's like, yeah. you know, we kind of give uh, the updates now. So, 
Uh, and and if, if and if, you know keep if you guys can just keep sending emails or, or Instagram messages on kind of topics you want us to talk about or or questions that you have you know we love giving advice just things that worked out for us but we always get that we always forget to talk about it here on on the podcast but on Instagram man we answer so many questions people like comment stuff and asking us questions like I I've always forget to list make a list of all the questions that's been brought up on posts that we do or on their storylines. They'll, you know, tag us on stuff. So and there's just so much out there. Yeah, <laughs> no, for real. It, and it's like, uh, you know, I guess as, as we continue to grow this podcast and, you know, maybe we can uh, figure something out where we're a little bit more organized when it comes to stuff like that. But um, yeah. yeah, shout out to all our followers that follow us on any of our social media. So that'd be Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook, man, we really appreciate it. And then we really appreciate you loyal listeners. Uh, I don't know if, uh, you know, we're at the 11,000 plays mark. So we really are, uh, man, we're just really thankful that that many people, uh, listen to us that many times. I mean, we do have over 30 podcasts now that you can listen to and you can always go back and kind of listen to other, uh, podcasts yeah. of people that we've interviewed in the past and um, see how uncomfortable me and Jeff get when we interview females about, uh, you know, female stuff too, like, you know, when it comes to health and body and, you know, and, and all that stuff. But I mean, we enjoy it still. Cause it's like, man, uh, a lot of times when we're interviewing people that have been doing keto, like we'll find out something new of how keto's helped them unrelated to anything me and jeff has gone through so yeah absolutely so yeah and, and people who are doing interviews and and who or if they want to do talks with us i mean you don't have to be doing keto if you're doing something like fasting or if you you know want to talk about you know just any kind of health related things and we just want to just jump on the podcast and talk about your experiences it doesn't have to be keto related i think i have yeah yeah for sure and i think i have some people that actually want to be on the podcast that i need to get on the show that uh yeah that i've kind of just been- or just starting right? is it just starting or stalling or- exactly. yeah. yeah for example the people the, the guests that and like i said the the guests that we have on our show this week uh we actually recorded a podcast for them so we're also we're so we're kind of doing one of those lazy ones, just using their podcast that we did on the uh, on their podcast, and we're just throwing it on ours, and then we're just kind of giving our little talk in the beginning right now, just to sort of set that up for you. And we also haven't done a what would KIB order in the last month or so, in a few weeks, yeah. So we're kind of bringing that back because of that Chick Fil A article that uh that we saw so we're gonna break down chick-fil-a chick-fil-a keto menu so after the interview if you guys stick around after the interview then what we'll do is what we normally do is we talk about a a popular you know restaurant or food chain and you know the keto island boys what would they order kind of before keto and kind of like what they would order now that they're on keto so we like we love to do that we love breaking down menus we like to see how different um, restaurants put their nutrition facts online and we like to see like, man, oh damn, this has so many carbs in it. Or it's always good to see what you're ordering. And we haven't done that for a while. So yeah, you'll, you'll, we'll bring it back today after the interview. Yeah. And then, uh, and then recently me and Jeff were at, uh, I mean, we're 
I'm, I'm back in Seattle for uh, a short period of time, yep. and I was able to meet up with my Keto Island boys, brother Jeff. We were at the Jay Book concert on Sunday night. That was a good time. That was fun. That was that was, all, all Islanders in that house. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was super crowded. Uh, I got super faded, so that was, uh, that was just a good time. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're in Seattle. Uh, you've been in Seattle for the past week or so. Yep. How long are you going to be here for? Uh, I leave next week. Okay. Yep, yep. And, but, and then this weekend, uh, yep. so if you're listening, if you're one of our Friday listeners – uh, this weekend, because uh, you know we always drop our podcasts on Fridays. Uh, this weekend, this Saturday, we, me and Jeff will actually be in Vancouver, British Columbia. Heck yeah! So stop by if you guys are going or you guys are listening. Uh, it's sold out, so there's no more tickets available. But if you happen to be there, you look for us. We'll be there. Yeah, we'll be at the Common Kings concert, and we're also going to an after party in Chinatown somewhere called. Uh, What's that called? I don't know. Th- those tickets might still be available. Uh, yeah, no, they're sold out online too, but uh, oh, you might dang. be able to get them. They just <laughs> opened them up la- yesterday, so I just got my ticket for that yesterday. Oh, you, you did? Oh, for real? Yeah, they opened it up. They they, they opened it up. Uh, Dre hit me up and was like, yeah, we still have um, tickets available oh, because oh, I, man. I missed the first round, but uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll be going to somewhere in Chinatown. I think it's called... Yeah. It's called the it's called the rewind. Rewind. It, it's nineties. Uh, if people are in the nineties, right? Nineties hip hop R and B. Some of our friends will be DJing and hosting. So shout out to Dre and Max, DJ Headache. Um. So hey, and DJ Headaches is he's he's still doing keto. Oh yeah, he's um, yeah, he's still doing keto. I mean. He's, he's, I mean, he's making better choices and, but I think he's doing the keto grande, you know, where you're eating too much keto. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he hasn't really like fasting or, but at least, you know, he's, he's eating the keto foods and, you know, he's just getting himself familiar, but he gets to a point where he loves eating too much and like he eats too much protein, not, not a lot of higher fats. So yeah. that's not that good of an idea to do either hey at least he's eliminating some of the carbohydrates so so that's a yeah. good thing but uh absolutely so yeah so that's kind of what we got going on do you have anything else jeff before we before oh, we man, listen to this great interview with coco Raisa? we got teddy and kel teddy and kel no um no uh no shout outs but i'm looking forward to this weekend and you know hope you guys enjoy this um interview oh yeah oh so shout outs i have quick shout outs uh so you know because we're doing this podcasting life uh i just want to give a shout out to all the podcasts that i have been on uh in the past uh, couple weeks so shout out to the well first goko lisa podcast teddy and Kel. uh that's what you guys will be listening to shout out to the hendrix hendrickson podcast uh and my boy dalton out there in minnesota uh, just uh, being on there, we just kind of talked football. Now that football is done, I'm not really going to be part of that podcast for a little bit. Um, and then shout out to the Big Oos podcast. That's my uh, Usos, Boog, and Manny. 
just kind of talking about uh, sports and other random stuff. They they brought a YouTube singer on on their latest podcast. So look for it. Their podcast is called Big Oose Radio. Uh, and then my, the other podcast I happened to be on was the Majestic Beast podcast. And that's with my boy Sony. And uh, he is the Majestic Beast. And he we talked about social media and the language of likes on his last podcast. And um, and we were just kind of talking about how uh, can you you know people can tell that you don't like them by you not liking their posts or uh, other people say that uh, you could uh, that uh, a way of shooting your shot is uh, liking multiple pictures in a row. Uh, that's your way of kind of showing somebody that you like them. So we kind of broke that down. However, that that podcast was all male. So the there's going to be a follow-up podcast to that, which will be all female, I believe, with the host, obviously. But, uh, yeah, so I'm kind of looking forward to hearing the, uh, the female side of that because we also feel like uh, that's, uh, that's just, a, you know, with social media these days, it's such an interesting topic. But, uh, yeah, shout out to all those podcasts. Um, thank you for I having us on. The podcasts on our description. So if you guys want to find the podcast, oh yeah, it'll be on the description of our episode. Absolutely. And uh, thank you guys for listening, and hope you guys enjoy this interview. What's going on, guys? Hey guys. Hey. Hello, family. Um, this is going to be a special episode um, for all four of us because this is an episode slash interview, and it's a part two. Um, yeah. So on the line, we have some new family. Yes, we have the Keto Island Boys. You guys want to introduce yourselves? Yeah, go ahead, Jeff. Yeah. You can start us. Yeah, hey, uh, yeah, this is Jeff uh, from the Keto Island Boys, and yeah, you know we're we're here. We've we've been listening to your guys' podcast, and we just want to show the love too. And and we kind of are Keto Island Boys. We just kind of talk about this kind of diet that we're doing. And um, my co-host is Heinz. Yep, and I am so. And Jeff is Filipino from. Uh, yeah, we're we're based out of Seattle, pretty much. That's kind of where me and Jeff mm-hmm. had uh, kind of met and started doing this way of eating. And uh, yeah, my name is Heinz. Uh, Heinz, and um, yeah, part of the Keto Island Boys. And uh, I am Samoan. And I had recently just got back from Auckland, so it was uh, yeah, so it was awesome listening to you guys' podcast and you guys talking about all the places that uh, that I am very familiar with now, like Mangi, Otara, you know, the South Side, yeah, South Side, because that's basically basically where I stayed for the for the for the whole month of january so yeah so it was awesome wow. just hearing that because and then you guys left at like the wrong time because it's summertime there now it's crazy um it was such a wild transition but like business business wise when yeah. the time is right you kind of got to make it happen ah, regardless yeah. of what's Absolutely. going on everywhere else True um, that. it was just that time for us and we're like deep into the middle of it now um yeah. which again is why we have so many projects going on but we're still really happy and excited for this right here because you guys are going to be technically our second interview yeah nice yeah so very honored to have you oh we were Um, honored to be on the other reason that it's i'm sorry i need to clear my daughter away (laughs) (laughs) so you guys said the keto is a diet but would you guys call it more of a lifestyle for you guys 
Uh, at this point, yes, for me, for sure. And, like, and I don't yeah, have any questions yeah. for you about your guys. And that part of the reason that it's important for us to make that distinction, just to give you guys a little bit of background, um, something that we talk about in all aspects of what we do is lifestyle changes. Because if you want to make a lasting change in your life, there is no short-term impact. It has to be a lifestyle. That is um, true. The other thing that's interesting about us doing this right now is something that we have going at the moment um, is a mailing list and a new newsletter that we put out weekly. And tomorrow's oh. issue is going to be combating depression. The reason oh. it ties into this episode is because one of the major factors that a lot of people don't know or think about when it comes to being healthy in terms of combating depression are your eating habits and your exercise. So this really is perfect timing for us to put this all together. Absolutely. Um, and now when I, when I, this is Jeff. So when I had started keto, maybe uh, September of 2017, um, I was at a point where I was at the heaviest I've ever been. I was looking to make some sort of changes. We, me and Heinz actually had this um, test at our work where they took our blood and weighed us. And like, we were both overweight. We had high blood pressure mm -hmm. and, and, and yeah, we, we, we just needed to do something. And, and, you know, I, I heard about this ketogenic lifestyle from a friend and it was just something me and Heinz took on and we just rolled with it ever since then. It's just been nothing but great. Every time we interview people, they have the same results and it's just overall so consistency. Positive. Yeah. Consistency. Right. Well, to be honest, so, go ahead. yeah, Jeff had, Jeff had got those tests and his, his blood pressure was high. Uh, and then, you know, my numbers weren't the best either, but I just didn't care. I just really like eating food. I like eating what I like to eat. So I, I just, I didn't do it when Jeff started. Jeff had to actually do it. I seen, I've never seen a change in Jeff like this before, know, mm -hmm. knowing him for the last previous three years. So then that's kind of how, and then that's how I started. Seeing is I'm believing. Eating. Yes. Have you guys tried other diets previous to keto that weren't as good? Yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. I, I've done diets like um, Advocare is a, is a big thing in the States. It's kind of like a meal prepped with supplements that you take in between. Yeah. And, you know, I've done like, um, yeah, just just trying to limit the my cleanse. Remember doing the master cleanse? There's one yeah, master uh, cleanse I know yeah. where you're only drinking uh, tea and yeah. Honey and yeah, and a lot of those aren't actually healthy <laughs> right. Right. on the systems. But the reason that I think this is so interesting is such an important conversation, um, based around what we do, is because culturally, you guys come from very heavy, dynamic foods like oh, yeah. so much of Filipino food is yes. fried food or heavy yep. sugar based, but it's delicious. <sighs> Anyway, oh, absolutely. <laughs> the, cha the challenges of talking about healthy Listen, food and healthy living he and being, has, and being mom, with my wife. His mom and his sister are Filipino, so I get oh. all the good Filipino food. I love oh, cassava uh, cake, but no, right? And then again, we know firsthand from the Samoan yeah. angle, yeah, like especially in New Zealand, so much um, the the parts that are colonized and uncolonized are equally unhealthy. KFC is as mm. much a part of our diet as Kahlo. You know what I mean? Yes. So, I don't know if yes. it's as big here in America, though. No. We, we like 
eat KFC in New Zealand like every Sunday kind of thing. KFC, yeah, I noticed that. I was trying to explain to my cousins how KFC is not cracking like that, especially in Seattle. It's like it's not. It's, it's not it's yeah. not it's not a major like it used to be. But KFC yeah. is like everything. Yeah. It's because you guys have such a vast variety of other We do. Stuff. You're right. And that's and, that's what I was just gonna say. So I don't know if it's like, better or worse that yeah. <laughs> I think it's actually worse to be honest. Because it's um, because because there's so much variety of stuff. Yeah. But um, and 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 just, but that's why me and Jeff really wanted to be on because, um, you know, you guys were talking about the food deserts, right? Yeah, in, uh, correct, in, correct. In the, Here and in New Zealand. So we do we do a segment on our show called "What Would KIB Order?" So we talk about going out to eat. And we still feel like, so that's the difference with keto and a lot of other diets, right? With keto, you could still go eat fast food and it's all good. And mm-hmm. people will call it dirty keto, but I don't care. I feel <laughs> like the, the main enemy, and you guys even brought it up in, in, the, first, uh, in the first part of the what, what, what you are, what you eat show, right. is you know what you don't give your kids, right? And right. that is refined Processed sugar. Processed foods, yeah. Refined sugar. Sugars, yes. Yeah, because we feel that sugar is the number one enemy out of all of them. But before meat, before everything else, sugar. So she and I were just having this conversation before we jumped on this call because she was like, "What kind of what are we going to talk about?" And (laughs) the the cultural aspect is a part of it. But I said the reason food is so dangerous is because it's the easiest gimme or the easiest cheat for people. Because it's something that we have to do to live, it's very easy for people to say, well, it's not a big deal. I'll just have one this or one this. You know, but sugar is as bad or worse than some narcotics. It has the same effects on you life-wise. And so it's more dangerous because it's less viewed as an issue. Yes. And that's the other thing I was going to say for us culturally. The reason, Filipinos, not so much because you guys are tiny. But the reason it's hard (laughs) for Pacific Islanders is because it's acceptable to be big. Like, it doesn't matter if you're male or female. You can be big and still find happiness. And you know what I mean? Like, so because it's that much more acceptable to be obese, like, oh, my God, really? Listen. Listen, I'm going to stop there. But so what do you guys think in terms of those points? So I'd say with, uh, well, go ahead, Jeff. What do you, what are your, you being Filipino? Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, I was at my heaviest. I was over 250 pounds. I was actually weighed more than Heinz when I started this. And and in our culture, you know, it's a predominantly rice, right? Rice heavy and. And all our, all my family, all my uncles, all my aunts, they have type two diabetes and they, you know, whenever they go out to eat, it's just it's second nature. We, I grew up eating rice, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh-huh. And it really took a toll on me. And I worked out every day and, uh, you know, four days a week. And it was nothing to do with me working out. It all had to do about the diet. Yeah, so for me, exactly. Yeah, I mean, just changing the food and what I put in and knowing the science behind it. This is, and doing this weekly podcast with Heinz has kind of opened our eyes to like what's going oh, yeah. on with everyone around the world. And every everyone we interview every week, it's the same thing. It's just like a, a bad cycle of eating. Yeah. And then, and then to, to, to piggyback and kind of go off of your comments too, it's like the other thing of that, that with sugar as well, that is it's very addicting. 
And so, you know, like when you just have one, you want to have 10 more. <laughs> like, and that's the problem with when it comes to stuff that's sweet. And, I remember uh, even there was, a, there was a study, a woman drank one can of Coca-Cola every day for like 15 years. Yeah. And they stopped her cold turkey and her body had the same reaction as someone going through alcohol withdrawal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I believe it. I can believe it 100% because so it's, people, it's like I said, people don't think food is a big deal. But um, I think I mentioned it in the first episode, but I talk something I talk about. Um, I own a lot of books on healthy eating because the your body is a temple is a very true statement. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely yep. one of the things in life where what you put into it is most seriously going to have an impact on what you get out of it and how long it lasts. Um but there was a book that I have, and I'll get the name for it after, uh, but it was talking about healthy cleanses in terms of cutting things out of your diet. And there was a young woman who was catatonic most of her life, or she would have long periods where she couldn't function so much that they had to have her in a home. And wow. then, as parents know, something that happens, one day they lost track of her. <gasps> Because she had caught a spurt of movement and disappeared. And so everybody was worried. I mean, they searched for this woman for a week and could not find her. But when was she? So she, end of the week, right? Uh This is like the next Tuesday. She walks back in and asks if she can have something to eat. So the, the crazy part, what happened was she had wandered into the leaves. It was the fall. And because the leaves were so prevalent, like the piles were massive for their area, but because she was an adult and she wasn't like playing around, it's not somewhere they would have thought to look for her. The moisture actually kept her alive inside the pile. That's crazy. And what happened was because she couldn't eat while she was in there that entire time, but the moisture kept her alive, Mm -hmm. her body detoxed and had passed all of the things out of it that they were feeding her. So she oh, was just eating normal foods that was fine to them, yeah. but the allergic reaction to the foods is what was giving her her catatonic issues. Well, that's like people with autism; they often they go on special diets because their body can't re- like it's not certain foods are just not good for. Them yeah, their and- condition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, that that's a good segue to bring us back to keto because a yeah. lot of times, so keto was you know keto's actually been around for a while and and. They found it to it was the most useful to treat uh, kids that had seizures. Oh, so wow. because what happens is when you deprive your body of carbohydrates, your body and and then what's different between this and like Atkins is this is a high fat diet, mm-hmm. but you know a lot of things inside your body is made from fat. There's nothing really inside like your brain is made of fat. You right. know, it's not really made of anything else, right? So. So like it's it, like so, and we've been taught that fat is bad. Fat is bad. But that's and false because there's good fats and bad fats. Yes, but we're, we're firm believers that almost all fats are really good for you, and it's all fats are better for you than any type of sugar, right? Fair. So true. So with but with the keto, like when you go high fat and go very low carbohydrate, like it, your body starts breaking down your body fat and it turns those into what's called ketones, which is why it's called the ketogenic Ah, diet. And those ketones help your brain. They really like open things up and it's like, and then even to go, you know, to touch back on the newsletter and the whole, you know, 
we feel like ketones is a better source of energy for your brain that could actually help change your mood, you know? So like this depression thing, like we feel like all these people getting obese and eating bunch of sugar, sugary things and very high carb things. It's like, man, it all piles up. It all adds up. Your health goes down the tube. Your uh, something that we've been talking about also health wise for us as Pacific Islanders, something that you can see, on poly, poly Twitter, very heavy, is every other week someone talking about how their parent beat cancer or their sibling beat cancer or how they're done with chemo. And for us in the macro, it's like, wow, this is nuts. But in the micro, you don't realize how many people you know have these health issues. But for us as a community, this is another thing that we're being hit by really hard. Just because yeah. fast food is such a tremendous part of our diet, yeah. diets and daily lives. Yep. And, and that's why that's why we try to have on our episodes like things that you, you could still like we got, we actually don't tell you not to eat fast food. We actually encourage it if that's what you if that's what you're used to. We try to come up with every excuse as a poly or as a Pacific Islander, as a Filipino Hawaiian. Keto? As yeah, we, there's no excuses. Whether it's like if 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 you don't think there's any money, it, I mean, if you don't have money, like you could still buy cheap things. Like one of my favorite things to do is buy nor uh, pork neck bone soup is like one of my favorite things to make. It's uh -huh. super easy. And pork neck bones are one of the cheapest things you could buy. Right. And it's very fatty, and it, there's lots of bone, but there's lots of meat on it too. And then going to McDonald's, we say, hey, like order the quarter pounder with cheese, order it with bacon. Like that's that's how we do it as well. Keto. I can't do any of that, but I respect. <laughs> <laughs> but we but we feel but we feel as Polynesians, as Pacific Islanders, as you know, as Filipinos, that you know we're more likely to get you uh, to eat the way we eat versus cutting out a lot of stuff that doesn't taste good. You fair. know what I mean? So that's fair. The, it's funny. This is a different conversation for she and I because food wise. <laughs> I have her do a lot of things that she wouldn't do solo. Like we, I took her, there's a restaurant in Auckland called Masu and it's a Japanese restaurant. And it was the okay. first time in her life that she had ever had crab that wasn't like shurumi. Mm. And it oh. was also the first time that she had had fatty tuna. So I love fatty tuna, but it's not something she would ever do because of the price point. So she thought it was nuts that we paid $30 for two pieces of sushi. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's delicious. But it's bomb. Hey, I, I also I also heard in your previous uh, podcast. Are you guys trying to go pescatarian? Yeah, the re we were committed once we got to the mainland to being full time pescatarian, but um, we have another baby on the way. So mm -hmm. Oh, congrats! Thank hey. you much. So two weeks in, she was like, "No, not for this pregnancy." <laughs> I mean, that's like, I would do keto, but like I want to try keto, but it's just yeah, not right now. Heinz, you, Heinz, you know someone who's a pescatarian and does keto also. Yeah, yep, my yep, my girl, she's uh, she's she's pes she's full on pescatarian, and uh, yeah, she's been doing keto for almost a year now too. Crazy. So she eats tons of meat, tons of fish, tons of salmon, tons of sardines. And how's uh, it and, going and for her? Oh yeah, she's she's down. Uh, she's probably down 
10. She wasn't really that big, but she's down like 10 to 15 kg, like more like 10 kg. Yeah. So in the whole time and, and me and her do not work out. Jeff works out. So that's the other thing. Like I I really try to come with the no excuses thing that you could literally lose weight. It's be healthier. And, you know, if you want to work out like Jeff, that's fine. Or if you don't want to work out like me, that's fine too. Yeah. Like, so you want to eat fast food, you know. We try to come with every, like, so regardless of any situation people are in, no matter where you live, even if you were to live in a food desert, there's still food. You're able you know, to food do keto. That that's awesome. Yeah. So how how were you guys able to cut out breakfast so well? Because that's still a tremendous challenge. Like yeah. eating first thing in the morning is so a part of our routine and my routine. Yep. That, same, with us, same with us. Go ahead, Heinz. You tell them how, how we used to do breakfast. That actually, that's a great uh, segue because that's the other part of keto that we—that's not really in the title, but we also we're hardcore. Um, we're hardcore fasters. Like we do intermittent fasting, uh-huh. and so. Uh, but yeah, like every morning, um, I wasn't the best at doing breakfast, but Jeff was, and so what Jeff would have like pretty much every morning would be like. I remember you were saying bananas, right? And then what else? Yeah. Did you- right. I have shakes. Every yeah, smoothies, shakes, protein, uh, meal replacement, um, shakes in the morning, all the time. Yeah. Uh, but when it, what ends up happening is when, when you do keto for a while, your body gets so adapted to high fat, you know, low protein that you don't feel hungry in the morning. And <sighs> That's that's the key. I mean, that's and that's what me and Heinz say. The best thing about keto is a that you don't feel hungry and it saves a lot of money because you're not this eating. Sa- this stuff. sounds like something that's a win consistently. Like we no, because you know, and to go back to sugar and carbs. So it's like, man, the food industry they get it right. They know that if you eat in the morning, you're gonna be hungry again at lunch. So they tell you breakfast is the most yes. meal of the day. Absolutely, but it's like well, no, of course we've been. Yeah, the guts like like, dairy is not really as important as they make it seem. Our bodies aren't even really built for dairy, but the milk industry needed to make money, so they made that. Yes, like we we never really drink milk anymore. We'll do heavy whipping cream, or in New Zealand, just it's just pure cream, which I loved. Oh yes, and the anchor butter started on the the cream. (laughs) Yes. Hey, uh, Jeff, by the way, did you try that butter I brought back to you? I haven't tried it yet. Nope, not yet. You bought butter Listen back out, from New got... Zealand? Yes. <laughs> well, what oh, yeah. Is it Western Star? What kind of butter is it? Anchor. Anchor butter. Oh. It's so funny because when I used to come over from Australia, something that I would get would be the full cream milk. And I, yes. like, I like lost my mind because I opened up the bottle because it had been aging since I had it. And it was like that big layer of cream just sitting on top. And I, oh, yeah. it was like an amazing moment for me. She looked at me like, what's wrong with him? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like, so once you, once you remove carbohydrates and sugar, like it's weird, your body doesn't crave it anymore. So not only does it not crave it. Hello? And then, so you're less hungry. And from that, it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, it, it just, uh, you'll notice that when you do eat stuff that's sweet, you'll get hungrier faster. So, um, so yeah, so that's, so that's, it's kind of like getting off. You got to get off of it, right? You got to get off the sugar and get off the carbohydrates for your body to kind of 
get into those routines. But you're right. At first, skipping breakfast is super hard, you know, or what I would do, I would skip breakfast on accident, but I would eat like around 10 a.m. And then I would eat like a massive, you know, bagel with cream cheese or something like that. And then- well, that's what I so that makes me curious. What is the time frame when it's OK to start? Because for me. Breakfast is about 10, 11. Like I'll be at my desk and I'll do like pop tarts and a banana or I'll do a smoothie on my way into work or things like that. It's actually it's on when you finish eating, to be honest, because basically, you know, when you go to sleep, you're fasting. And so that's what happens when you wake up. You break that fast. Right. So that's where we get breakfast from, because that's all. Yeah, that's the all breaking you're doing. Of the fast. It's so funny because that's something that so, I've said for years culturally. But I'm like, I'm going to break my fast now. And people are like, what? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So it's all dependent on when you finish <laughs> eating, because basically you could be fasting already. Like if your last meal is at like 10 at night and your first meal is at 10 the next morning, then you're doing a 12 hour fast, oh. which is kind oh. of like. Which is basically what we tell people to start off Shut with up. anyway. Like, you know, we, we just say when you start fasting, just get breakfast. So whatever time you eat breakfast. So if you were to eat breakfast at 10 a.m., we'd say, hey, try maybe eating breakfast at like noon, you know, just to try it out. See if you get like see how because your body is used to eating at that time. So it's like okay. clockwork. Like the, your, your the body challenge already- for me personally is I'm a snacker. So if I'm up past a certain time. I'm going to snack. But if yeah. I go to sleep and stay asleep at a decent interval, then I won't need to eat again until the next morning. But so yeah. from what I'm taking away from this, 12 hours is what you want to, you want to stop eating for 12 hours. Yeah. I feel like that's just doing that alone. Well, I mean, it's possible you could even start losing weight because partly is part of it too, is your stomach needs time to rest. <laughs> and so okay, I feel man. We're so used to like snacking and eating all the time culturally. It's food is everywhere. Every time we meet with people, there's food. Yeah. You know, anytime there's any sort of event, hey, it's it Tuesday. Yeah. Yes, let's have a massive feed at the buffet. You know, so it, but I think this is a little bit easier for me. And the reason I say that is because because food is so sacred, there's so many interactions I won't do with food. Like, I'm not going to sit down and eat with just anybody. I don't eat just oh. anybody's cooking. Because breaking of bread is such an important thing, you know what yes. I mean? So there's yes. a lot of reasons for me, culturally, why I actually don't eat. Which are nice. <laughs> when you I know. sit at my Samoan family's table and you're not eating, that's not like, that, that's almost that's, taboo. That's like, the statement was made. No, <laughs> That's so true. Yeah, it's a, it's the same for me and our on our parties when we have Filipino parties. I mean, you know, there's tons of pancit and lupia and rice. And I mean, but for me now that I'm doing keto, I just have to kind of pick off the foods that I can eat that are you know kind of keto approved. And I've made that change gradually over time. It didn't didn't happen overnight. You gradually build up to like knowing what's good for you, what'll kick you out of ketosis and stuff like that. So, it, it, you know, it, it does take a while. It's not something that just happens overnight. That's something that we can discuss. Um, but also, if you don't, what are some resources that you would suggest for people to learn about keto? Uh, I think following our Instagram is probably okay. number one, one of the big things that we have because we'll show you recipes and, Dope. but otherwise just listening to the podcast and then 
Um, and then just oh okay. yeah, Facebook. So too, where did so you guys learn all your information? Because you guys know a lot. But this is years in the making. Yeah, this is like experience, from. pretty much. Yeah. Uh, well, absolutely. Yeah. There was yeah. We follow a couple people on on YouTube, um, like Dr. Berg, B-E-R-G. He's like a keto expert and all scientific. He's a real doctor that talks about the uh, ketogenic diet. I to, um, when I first started, we, our YouTube too, his name is Thomas DeLauer, uh, D-E-L-A-U-E-R on YouTube. And he's a big, he's like, a, he, he this dude works out too. So, I mean, I, I've followed a lot of him when I first started mm. um just talk because he talks about fasting and working out and even though I don't work out but fasting and like just things that you can eat on keto and different types of drinks and stuff like that so so what would you guys recommend yeah, so, I know we talked about carbs and sugars what are the top five things you would recommend people stay with if Best case scenario, if you could give up anything, what are the top five things people should stay away from? Uh, well, for sure, I mean, <laughs> it's the things that you think of. It's the rice. So it's <laughs> it's the bread. It's the pasta. Yeah, uh, sure, pasta. Any, any kind of uh, what else, Heinz? Candy and fizzies. So those are no's. And then... Um, so what, yeah. what what do you guys think of taro galo like yeah incorporated in your diet like you guys um, don't or no we don't yeah and so that's the that's the one I argue with my dad the most so partly <laughs> so I moved to Vegas partly to help my dad with his diet uh, because he's type two diabetic uh-huh. and so so part of that is and we just three weeks ago we interviewed this uh this Tongan guy from Perth. Uh, that, that after six weeks of doing keto has no more type 2 diabetes wow. and he doesn't work out that's... and he doesn't work out either which was like bro we gotta he was like dude I, I wanna be on your he was like he hit us up <clears throat> on Instagram was like I wanna be on your show that's I don't awesome take, yeah we were he was like we don't I don't take meds anymore <clears throat> for um uh, for my type two diabetes, I pretty much beat type two diabetes without doing any working out and just from eating fatty foods. Like uh, you one know. of the other reasons that's so amazing is because on the opposite end of that, we were just talking about last night a friend's father who died, whose diabetes got so bad that he was a major amputee. Like first they took his leg from the knee down and fingers, and then he ended up losing um, like his forearm. So it's if you're not managing your diabetes properly, it can get pretty serious. Hi. Oh yeah, absolutely. Which is why I really want my dad to give up the galo because yeah. I'm like, look, you could still eat mamoy, beef supo, all that stuff is so good. It tastes really good. You just got to eat it with something else. You can't eat it like eat it with more make more vegetables. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I, there's see, other things out there to eat there. This is really breaking my heart. Like, which is hilarious. <laughs> But but my it feels hate. so much easier for me from what we're talking about on a Hawaiian diet it than it does on a Samoan or Tongan diet because Hawaii like so much for me of what I eat is gonna be lao lao and there I don't like, all good exactly um and then so much yep. poke yep. Um, yep. all good exactly yep. Portuguese you can have Portuguese sausage a lot of I mean what we eat it's fine and what we eat in Hawaii 
like spam, spam. You could have lots. Yeah, of spam. yeah, yeah. Spam is all good. Yeah. The only thing perfect. I think yep. that would be hard for me is Kololo. That's, that's yeah, we don't know what that a, is. A based in Kalo. What's that? So yeah, it's it's pretty. Oh, it's made a, from Kalo. It's sorry. like a dessert version of it, mixed with um too much sugar and lots of coconut cream, yeah, and it's, it's like not, baked into a pudding. It's not. It's so that that's the other thing. This is actually brings up a great topic too. <laughs> so this brings up the other thing. Like, hey, we're all human. We live lives. We're gonna go to parties. We're gonna go to graduations, weddings. You know, so eating. Eating kalo and eating kololo and eating that stuff maybe like once every two weeks or once a month, it's not that bad. And, 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 and my thing is just go hard out on those days. So like if I have a cheat day, I try to eat as much stuff as that I usually don't haven't had in, in, you know, in a while. I'll try to eat as much of it in one day as possible. To Doesn't sort that of, make you feel horrible though? It does. It, it does. <laughs> he's so proud of it. He's like, yes. But it's, but it's a reminder. It's also a reminder that, yeah. hey, that stuff is poison to my body because yeah. it literally, it makes me feel like I had a hangover. Like I literally got done drinking the night before. But that's it's, good for you because the next day you, you have like the self-control to be able to not yes. indulge in those foods because, the next day. But for someone yes. like me, you never have I wouldn't be able to do that. I would have to stick very strictly to the diet. Not to slander my wife, and I'm leaving this in the episode, but it's rough for her. Because if <laughs> no, she no, eats something, no. like, she eats until she's sick, and then she's like, oh, hey. I'm not going to do that again. Listen, and then the next time... <laughs> I grew up with five sisters. You have to eat your shell. Yeah, yeah. Quick, before there's nothing left. No, that's Gosh. amazing. No. Hey, but that's part of it, too. But also, I think when you start, like, uh, we don't suggest people to cheat in the beginning. Like, I say, you got to at least go a month Two months best if you're gonna start doing this, you know what I mean? Yeah, and make And then you you'll really kind of get rid of all that carbohydrates and sugar from your system. And then Mm -hmm. you're also kind of teaching your mind to run off of ketones. Cause at that two month mark, you should be your your body should be running off of ketones now. We also say that, hey, you know, your body might not be suited for this diet too. You know, there's 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 a you know, not, we're not like, we always say we're not doctors or medical professionals uh-huh. or anything. So sometimes like, Hey, it might, it, you know, it might not work for you. You might actually gain weight, you know, or something like sure. that. So, cause, sure. but we know that like, if you were to stick with it, um, uh-huh. we feel like, man, adding, I, I'm a firm believer that adding in a cheat day every now and then just to keep your sanity also to help with social, things sometimes you know just mm-hmm. being out with family people just especially being around people that don't do keto yeah it's it's just good to just kind of like be regular every now and then yeah. you know because that's a challenge too like you being on a diet or living a lifestyle is one thing getting other people to have respect for that is a completely different thing yeah. um so how has your dad responded to the keto diet is he on it like just constantly? no He's not on it. Yeah, he's not. Because he eats, to be honest, he eats galo every day with dinner, and then he eats <laughs> banana before he yeah, goes to sleep. Yeah, because it's just so culturally ingrained. And it's... I know. It... Yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah, both both my parents, both my mom and dad are type 2 diabetics, and, and like, it, you know, it's trying to change a yeah. way of living, of life for so like hard. 70 years. They're so used to doing one thing. It's, it's so hard. 
and, and all we can do is just set a good example. Every time they see me, they're like, man, you're doing really well. And, you know, I just kind of break it down a little bit. Hey, you know, maybe you don't put all this creamer in your coffee or, you know, oh, or, or just change little things here and there. That's all you can hope for. To do. Um, I think. But, hey, you can use the heavy, you can use the heavy <laughs> whipping cream, by the way. So instead of like the fake creamer, just use heavy whipping cream or yeah. the full cream. Or you could use butter, yeah. like real butter in that's your coffee. You should yeah. try that out. That's huh. actually good. Yeah, that's, that's, that's interesting. The we call that, that's the bulletproof. Yes, yeah, that's, so that's, that's awesome. the community. Yeah, yeah and I it's think healthy. those are the two biggest challenges for us. And I say for all of us. One is just the natural comfort or our habit of enjoying these things for so long. But the the hard part is also when it becomes cultural, Absolutely. as three of us have seen on Polly Twitter this week, um, yeah. that becomes a completely different monster when people are like, well, this is who I am. This is a part of what I come from. Absolutely. It, it, and I think part Absolutely. of that, you know, it, that we have yeah. to get away from is, well, that's partly why the reason why we're leading in like a lot of statistics yeah. when it comes to obesity, type two diabetes, you know, you but guys, that becomes oh. a hard conversation when you, when you, when you, a lot of response that I've seen, and you let me know if this is different for both of you guys. Uh, we like to lead with facts, logic, mm. and information based in research. Mm -hmm. And people get very passionate and, and they hunker down on the side of ignorance and they say, well, you don't understand. That's not where we come from. So how do you guys combat things like that? Um, need an example, maybe. What, what you, so, what you, uh... A lot of times mental health and even oh, yeah. diet wise, when you want to take care of yourself, it's considered a white thing. Oh, and, and this is something that we've come up against time and time again. So if you say keto is not expensive, you have to eat like this. And the argument is, well, that's a white thing. How would you combat that? So like, so we're trying to, so we had an idea that we were going to sell t-shirts uh -huh. depending on like, you know, where you're from. So like for Samoan, we put on there and we just, and I realized when I was wearing my t-shirt in New Zealand that a lot of people in New Zealand don't, don't eat turkey tails. That's like no. a very American. Turkey is not a thing in the Pacific. And it was so hard for me because I eat turkey so much. <laughs> See, isn't that, so what's crazy is. So we have these t-shirts like so one like we made some for uh, Jeff's Filipino side too, uh, where it has uh, all the ethnic foods that are keto. So like on my shirt, it has uh, bisupo, mulipipi, uh, balusami, uh, and those things are all things that are cultural that are keto foods. So that's why that so we say like, hey, keto is not necessarily a white thing or just dieting in general isn't a white thing. We're just really, we're actually going back to our roots. We're nice. going back, you know, because if you see a lot of this disease and I'll blame, I'll blame fizzy straight up, you know, Coca-Cola and those companies, like since they've come into the islands and nice. into most of the globe, most of the world, that's where a lot of diseases has actually blown up. Like if you look at parts of Australia, the just South Pacific, you know, even places like India, like. People yeah. are poor, but they're still getting diabetes. How is that? 
will stop making fizzies so cheap. Right. Like fizzies are cheaper but than that's water. for a reason. Like that's yeah. definitely for a reason. And the crazy thing about that is Coca-Cola and stuff like that is actually worse for Americans because in the rest of the world they use real sugar, but in America they use corn syrup because it's cheaper. Not even but we're, um, we're, yeah. Not even Coke, um like sports drinks, Gatorade and stuff. Yeah. Like um I don't know if you guys follow rugby union. In, a little um, bit. Yeah, so one of the teams, after they had finished their match, they started drinking um, new, like, coconuts. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they started drinking coconuts. Coconut water, Meanwhile, yeah. our Samoan from teams, the coconut. we, like, live on an island full of coconuts. But after our, after our games, we're drinking Gatorade, we're drinking fucking Powerade. We're like, so it's kind of like. crazy, yes. Like, they're, See, you, yeah. You, you, you guys get it, you because what basically what keto is is basically going back to the roots, eating yeah. and like you said it too, eating real food. So like you know, you said you love to garden and stuff like yeah. that, Teddy. Yeah, man, it's going back to that, but also it's eating real fish that's from the ocean. You it's know, like, not stuff but, like tilapia, which is actually yep. yeah, yeah. Um, so like I, I and like we're big on yeah. like eating real food but we're also we do ghetto keto too so like some people say hey you can't eat the farm raised fish because it's all fake and you you can't eat but to me it's like meat is meat you know and like i'm doing it from the cheapest perspective so uh i also remember kel you were talking about how new zealand sends Samoa some of the fattiest worst meat well that meat is actually good yeah because like stuff like mamoy like lamb flaps Mm-hmm. Man, I love. I made Jeff the other day, uh, and I always bring this up. I made him uh, lamb flap adobo. Awesome. Dude. Oh, nice. Yep. And Jeff thought it was. Hey, how was that? Yeah, it was so good. <laughs> is when I make it into a soup. Oh, okay. Be- because it's such a fatty meat mm. that I can't get away from it taste wise sometimes. And I yep. tend to prefer soups for us as a family so that we can get the most nutrients from everything that we're eating. Yep. Yeah, uh, that's the other thing. I just bought an instant pot not too long ago, and Jeff's always had one. So that's kind of what's been uh, – we've been using that in the air fryer to make our uh, pork belly. How do you like the air fryer? Because my cousin just got one, and she swears by it. Jeff is like an air fryer salesman now. Like all his <laughs> posts on yep. Instagram – Look dope as fuck. <laughs> they look so dope. Yeah. No, it, it's just it's just convenient. It, you can cook the foods you want, and you know it's it's. I mean, pork belly. You can put chicken wings. You can cook them in half the time. It's just it's just it is more convenience I, I think factor. With the goal yeah. that we want. Um, this is definitely something that's doable for us, and so I would love to kick into that. I, I think we're going to have to wait until after the baby gets here, though. Yeah, no, no, no. That makes that, sense. That is that makes a sense. concern for me yeah. is because I swear by going vegan as much as possible. Like, I, I think you guys heard in the first one, Russell yep. Simmons got us into the faux vegan. And, and one of his biggest yep. arguments was how heavy processed food is. Um, but I also know that you have to be careful because we had a family friend who went vegan just as she got pregnant. And cutting everything out, her son was born with like 12 different allergies, all food related, and all of them he could die from. Like he can't eat peanuts, a bunch of things. So we know pregnancy 
kind of got to be careful where you change. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, for sure. Because there's a lot of nutrients in meat. So that's why we're not like the strongest. Like we don't, we're big on if vegan works for you, if any diet works for you, paleo, South Beach diet. If Isn't it works South Beach you, the one that almost killed Bill Clinton? Uh, I don't, I don't know. Okay, okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm not 100% sure, but we're firm believers. That, <laughs> hey, if there's a diet that works for you and it keeps your numbers down, like blood pressure and stuff like that, we'll never hate on another diet ever. Because we, you know. We just know that keto works for us and it might work for you because you like for most Pacific Islanders, you like the same types of food we like, whether it's because we still we eat lots of bacon, lots of lamb, pork lots is such of a big burgers, pork. pork, chicken. You know, we, we still eat a lot yeah. of the stuff that we really like to eat. So it's like we feel like if people could just get rid of some of these other things. But we also understand the emotional attachment too, you know, right. so that they're, they're in, the, in the, like you were saying, there's a cultural and emotional attachment to these types of foods Shoot, just even like uh, some of these foods bring back really great memories and stuff like that. So yeah, like some I, of- something that I almost every special event, I make desserts for us that I grew up on. So I'll oh. make a big bowl of sticky rice or I'll make a bread pudding or things like that. But almost all of those desserts are very heavy carb in sugar. Yes. Yeah. But you're, you're, but you know, you're not celebrating every day. So, no. so like making that once a week, Hey, that's not bad. You know, if there's a, yeah. if there, like, for example, like if there's a time you were, you guys are talking about going out just yeah. hey, just have kongai be that one time you kind of eat whatever. Eat that's a good time to eat your kalo, eat your whatever, you know. That's fair. You know, and then and then for the rest of the week though, you try to stay business, you know, you just you'll start do it, you know, you'll just kind of stick with it. And then but even so, I, I I'm a, I'm also a firm believer that even if you were just to fast. So, for example, if you just didn't eat, I know it just seems kind of hard, but if you were to only eat one massive dinner, even if it was buffet, even if it was as much as you wanted, even if it was sugar and stuff like that, I still feel believe that that you would be able to become healthier and lose weight if you were to only eat once a day. That's just my belief. I have no scientific evidence to back that up, but um, but <laughs> no, I'm, so I'm going to start we, trying yeah. some of these things yeah. um, immediately because I want to see how they work out. And then because we eat together, we can wait to the keto. But I definitely want to start on the 12 hour immediately. Yeah. Uh, But I think we're going to have to come back to this, the four of us, just to talk about like results and impacts and how things have gone and do a check in. Uh, We would love to. We would love to. Yeah. And we would love to. Absolutely. Um, Your shirts be available. Or is that something you guys are going to do? Yeah, we're we're gonna do them. We're kind of in the works. We've been like, so we have yeah, just yeah. shirts for ourselves, and we need to make some because we've. I've been. I told hella people in New Zealand. I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna send you a shirt. Yeah, <laughs> we need we need to merchandise harder too. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so I know because I would love to have uh one of you guys' shirts too. Just have you seen I, our our Coco Lesa shirts? Well, I just seen your logo on the podcast. Okay. So, true. True. So so if that's the logo, then yeah, I want one of those. Okay, too. for so. sure. <laughs> but. Yeah, we could trade shirts. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Because I don't know if you've seen my uh, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, the other. Like I said, we have the ones with all the cultural foods on there. So yeah, that one nice. sounds dope. Because we want to have one, like we want to do one for Tonga too. So we'll have nice. stuff like like uh, Lucipi on there yeah. and 
I forgot the names of the other foods that we had for Tonga. So, but, uh, but yeah, and that's that's the other thing. Kind of listening to you guys and to yeah. listening to you, Teddy, is just like, man, you represent everybody. So it's I, like, do, I do a little bit. I'm like, dude, does he represent Modi? Oh wait, wait, he's representing Tonga now. Oh wait, he's got Filipino family. Oh wait, he's got. It's it's, it's part of being a mutt, but also part of living everywhere. Like, so I have ties to different that's backgrounds dope. and different peoples, but I take them serious, you know? That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. Because, so. yeah, I mean, I, I get pretty hot and heavy in my, my Maori rights. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, and I love it. It's like, oh, dang, okay. And then, and, but then you'll represent Tonga, too. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, okay. yeah. I make, sh- I make sure people know where I stand on both very passionately, which that's is dope. funny because m- my wife often has an issue with the Tonga. But <laughs> <laughs> All good. <laughs> All good. It's uh yeah, being in South Auckland, man, Tonga's man, Tonga represents uh, just seeing people's houses out there. So, so yeah. Do you want to end on the slang? Yeah, uh, oh yeah, so uh, to to wind us down, um, what slang would you guys like to know about or I know I know you've learned Maccas. Yeah, Maccas. Do you know what that is, Jeff? McDonald's. No, no, I have no idea. No. Yeah, they call it Macca. Oh, Maccas. They they call it more so that in Australia than they do in New Zealand. I've never heard that in Australia. Did I didn't learn Maccas until I got to New wow. Zealand. That, I was gonna say I heard a lot of my cousins oh. say Maccas, and I didn't know what they were saying, you know. But it was like I kind of lost that one in translation. And until you broke it down on the podcast, I was like, oh. Yeah, like like I was saying earlier, the one that was the hardest for me to transition to because I kept getting confused. We cut off a lot of things in Otero, so people would be like, "Oh, sweet ass!" And the first time I heard that, I was like, "As what?" And my friend was so confused that I was like, "Okay, yeah, yeah, no ass, yeah, yeah, yeah." That's the end of this line, sweet ass. But um, it's like it's like you're saying sweet as like sweet as fuck or something like that, but you're yeah, not right. Saying, for us, so you're just saying. Yeah, yeah. For uh, you're right. For us, there's an end to it. For them, they just go sweet as. as. It's like, and we say have a feed, like when right. we want you used to like come. But you can them. you can learn that one watching Once Were Warriors. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, have uh, a feed. So here, here I wrote I wrote down some that when I was in New Zealand, we'll, we could kind of just run through these and then yeah, I, yeah. actually I'll see if Jeff can know if Jeff knows what any of these are. <laughs> Okay, Jeff. <laughs> Capsicum. Go ahead. Oh my God, I hate that one so much. No. I didn't know that that wasn't a thing here. It's not. No. Jeff, do you know what a capsicum is? It's, it's a bell. No, I have no idea. Bell pepper. Yeah, they oh. got fancy names for them in New Zealand. <laughs> uh, here's another one: coriander. What? Yeah, mm-hmm. in the states, it's a, we we use the Spanish word. For coriander. Which is what? What was the Spanish word? Teddy? I've only known as coriander, so I was a little surprised too. What, what, ah, what's the word? Enlightened. Cilantro. Oh, oh, I use both. Fair enough. Fair enough. You use both. Okay. Okay. And these, these are all, there's another last, I think this is the last of the uh, vegetables. Courgette. Courgette. Oh. I don't know that one. It's, a veg- it's like a green vegetable. Yeah, I think we call them uh, zucchini. Zucchini. Oh, okay, cool. I know zucchini. See, you're teaching me ones. Um, yeah, I know, right? Other this one, is for everybody, sounds like. 
other words that caught me were like shot. So if someone says shot, oh, yeah. it's like thank you. Thank you. Good job. Awesome. Well done. Yes, I haven't heard I didn't hear that one as much this last trip. Uh the one the one that I heard the most was gapped it or gap it. Yeah, gapped it. So basically when my students would need to go to the bathroom and it'd be like 20 minutes before class is done and I'm waiting for everybody to come back and I'm like, where's this person? Oh, he gapped it, G. That means he left, yes, right? He, he left early. Yeah. Gap dick. Uh, um, one that I still haven't figured out is get horsed. I have no idea what it means to get horsed. Get horsed. Never oh, heard that okay. one. Never heard that. She said it means to get drunk. So I'm like, I see all of these posts and people are like, who wants to get horsed? And I'm like, I don't know. Is this a tongue in joke? I'll fight. Shattered. Shattered. Shattered? I don't know that one. As in hot working? I don't know. Oh, so my cousins used that as to say they were tired. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That one, um, another one that we were just talking about, whose shout is it? So a shout. Oh, yeah, shout. Yeah, That's shouting cool. is paying for someone or, or, yeah, paying for a meal. Someone else's yeah. meal. That means, oh. like, it's your, yeah, your Yeah, you're going to cover the cost of somebody else. Yeah. Uh, flash. We don't, we don't use that word. Oh, flash. Like, so being flash is like, boo, uh, well, it's, bougie, yeah, like, yeah, I guess it's a bougie, the same as bougie, bougie, yeah. bougie. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're bougie. fancy, you got on your nice clothes, you're flash as fuck today, G. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like hiding. hiding. Oh, so listen, it took me a while to learn hidings, but then I fell in love with them. But um, a hiding, <laughs> is, be a hiding is beating someone up. Yes. A yep. Hiding is or smashing Why someone, just kicking someone's ass or beating the shit out of them. Yeah, I think yeah. this is the episode where I have cursed the least. So I hope there's love for that one. <laughs> oh, hey, but um, but yeah, hiding is the same as uh, smashing someone or yeah, be, which both mean fighting or yeah, kicking someone's butt. Yeah, uh, and uh, one of the last ones, Arvo, Arvo, we don't use that word here either. I still Arvo. hate that word because I have no idea. So, Jeff, do you know what that one is? Arvo. It's after. No, no, I've never heard of it. No, Arvo, no. I still don't know how it works. The first time I ever saw it, I was oh. at work in Australia, and it was casual Friday the next day, and they said, all right, but next Arvo, none of these things. And I was like, the fuck is Arvo? Is this a client? Like, <laughs> I was so lost. And I had to go ask, like, five people. And I see people use it all the time still, but I have no idea how it translates to afternoon. Well, here you guys say trash. You don't say trash in New Zealand. How does that? Oh, you're talking about like the bin? Yeah, we say rubbish. What? I'm just saying oh. the slang. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, it's another one. Oh, and then here's another one. Serviette. Oh, napkins. Yeah, it's equivalent to napkins. Yeah, we never. That's such a bougie word, serviette. <laughs> napkin. For us, also something that I, I've taken on a lot is um, the baby strollers are our carriages in, our, in New Zealand. They're prams. They're what? Diapers are nappies where we're from. Uh, chili bin? Nappies. Chili bin? That's another funny one that made me that's crack the, up. Yeah. That's a cooler. What are they called? Cooler. Yep. Yeah, cooler. Yeah, we call it yeah, cooler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, coolers. Cooler. Um, another one that got me that really hit me hard. The air conditioner is just called aircon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. and not everybody in I've New Zealand that. actually owns it. Uh, not New Zealand, but actually, most people in New Zealand don't own an air conditioner because there's not really a need for it. But Australia, you really need an aircon, and not everybody has one. Oh, dangerous! Yeah, those mm. Australian summers with no air conditioner are very. I loved being at work; it was a good time. <laughs> in that good old AC. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's most of the slang. And the other one is so funny. On our YouTube channel, the very first video um, is me talking about all the slang from Australia. And um, one that m- one of my friends used to say all the time that I've never heard anywhere else. But even men say it is ba. 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 And it's like it's like a mm. term of affection. You should pick up my cup of milk so I don't take it from her, please. And thank you. Sorry about that. Um, but ba is like a term mm. of endearment. Um but it's one that men and women can both use towards men or women. It's, I really don't even know how to give you a better explanation of that one. But, yeah, I think that's pretty much all of the slang. Well, that's, that, that one's not very good for Samoans because, like, because uh, sometimes guys will say, use that as a way of that's how they climax. They call it ba. <laughs> Moi, ah. That's <laughs> They're like, was... oh, yeah, I bought in her face the other day. Like, oh. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to get graphic there, everybody. But that's how my cousins talk in New Zealand. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's true. Wow. Oh, so. I don't but... know if you're no related to you, but I've never heard of <laughs> But it's, it's also because it's kind of meant to, it's, it's meant to mean explosion, right? Yeah. You know, so, and then that goes but back to like that. Samoan. That's like the Samoan, like, bah. Bah. Yeah, that's you what like I mean. descriptive, like, bah, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, sure. So yeah. So uh, any aunties and uncles that are listening right. to this? Uh, oh yeah, Ooh, my I forget about that all the time. <laughs> but but guys, we super appreciate you. Um, thank you so much for doing this with us. Yeah. Um, as soon as I figure out how, or if one of you can let me know how, I'll send you the file after, and then we can go from there. Yeah. Sounds good. Absolutely. We love being on the podcast. Thanks, thanks so much yeah, for what you guys do for, for everyone. To working community. together way more in the future. Um, I'm definitely going to talk to you guys about the whole website thing. Yeah, hit us up. Yep. Okay, so I'll talk to you guys soon. All right, guys. Thank you. For this part of the podcast, we're going to use real-world situations. Situations where you go out to eat with your friends and family that are not necessarily doing keto. So listen to what we, the Keto Island Boys, would order. Hey guys, welcome back. So this is our first menu breakdown in over a month, and we talked about it earlier, but we're doing the Chick-fil-A. And recently, Heinz just sent me this article on Chick-fil-A because because of this new hot diet trend, the ketogenic diet, um, Chick-fil-A decided to create a menu and they created a list of foods with fewer, with 10 or fewer net grams of carbohydrates uh, for their menu. So it's pretty nice. They, um, you know, things from like, you know, things that you would probably order at other fast food places like sausage, eggs and cheese, right? Without the, without the muffin or biscuits and stuff like that, or just ordering the chicken by itself is kind of basically 
what they're uh, pr- promoting on here. But, uh, um, but what, what I do like about the article is like, they actually list what the net carbs are and stuff like that. Yeah. Yep. So, but, I, but hey, I, I, have, I haven't been to Chick-fil-A. I, they just opened one. Remember in Seattle when they opened one up there? It was crazy. Like, yeah. Live. And that's why yeah. I never went. Exactly. Well, you know, it's funny. I haven't been. The only one I've been to is ironically on your 40th birthday trip. Oh. Oh. Which was the day you guys went to the Grand Canyon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't eat that. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, me, me, and uh, Jr. Filet that day <laughs> for lunch. Nice, nice. So, yeah, we went out there, and that's the only time I've ever been to Chick Fil A. Oh, nice. um, yeah, they're opening up yeah. a Chick Fil A in uh, South South Center now. Yep. So there's one in Federal Way, and I was just in Lakewood, uh, Lakewood, Lakewood, Washington earlier today, and uh, yeah, and I was gonna go there for lunch, but the line was hella long. So I was yeah. like, I know, I know. But uh, yeah, start us off. You know, pre keto, Jeff. You're at Chick Fil A. You're looking at the menu. Yeah, I mean, so I'm looking at the entrees, and I mean, I I probably would just get like the most popular one, which is their their Chick Fil A sandwich, uh, and I'll probably get the deluxe because it has like lettuce and tomatoes and stuff like that on there so i could i'll probably order two of those and um two chick-fil-a so one chick-fil-a deluxe has 42 carbohydrates and six grams of sugar so if i ate two of them i have over 80 carbs uh and over 16 grams of sugar and it probably would definitely kick me out of ketosis i would (laughs) I would also get the waffle potato fries, and that one has um, 43 grams of carbohydrates. So I don't have over 120 carbs of, of uh, food just with those three things. And last time I had 143 carbs, it's been a while, maybe the last uh, cheat meal, which I can't remember how long ago that was, but uh, that's you know, kind of probably what I would order keto style or pre keto style. I'm sorry. So I think I did that backwards. I went pre keto. <laughs> we usually do that at the end, but yeah, that's, uh, that's how you can tell it's been a while since we've done this segment <laughs> on the show. And so we're a little rusty when it comes to how we're doing uh, the what would KIB order. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so myself pre keto. Uh, so the one time I did actually go uh, on for your 40th birthday trip i got the spicy chicken with fries and a soda you know and um and the spice i'm not gonna lie that was probably the bombest spicy chicken sandwich i've ever had oh Um, yeah it was hella bomb so uh i don't remember the fries being that memorable and you know soda soda so they're well yeah yeah Yeah. Uh uh-huh yep and but that's that's you know, I would probably order that pretty consistently if I were to go there pre keto myself, because uh, it was that good. And I do remember it being really good. So, um, well, I mean, just looking at their, um, and so now we're talking about what would you order now that you're on keto? And um, now that we're on keto, they have a couple things that they listed as their go to keto conscious entree. Um, mm. They have uh, they have a grilled chicken sandwich without the bun has three net carbs. You can also get the grilled chicken club 
the club sandwich and it has also three net carbs. Their grilled nuggets have two grams, two two net carbs, and they're for eight. Carbs. That's yeah. for eight nuggets. So two, yeah, two oh, grams yeah, yeah. of carbs for eight nuggets. Yep. Yeah, and um, their Cobb salad with uh, grilled chicken has 10 grams of net carbs. I probably would get the uh, the Cobb salad with the grilled chicken. I think that would kind of fill me up. Has some it has some greens and has some protein on there. And I would definitely get. They have a low uh, carb ranch. They have a garlic and herb ranch sauce, and it has only has one net. One gram of net carb per like container, so I'll get like two or three of those. Oh yeah, well, um, I would probably try those sandwiches. You know those, uh, so that for me pre keto or me keto Heinz would get grilled chicken club sandwich without the bun, right. so, and then I would probably I see that they have the zesty zesty buffalo sauces. Oh this yeah, yeah. zero grams net carbs. And I would probably try the garlic and herb because I just love garlic. Uh, I'm on oh, this garlic yeah. kick these days. So those two, I would get those two sauces. And I would probably get – I might actually get two of those sandwiches just to make sure I get full. And yeah. then probably order that with the Diet Coke. And then that's my Chick-fil-A order that I would yeah. order two grilled chicken club sandwiches with extra zesty buffalo sauce and garlic and herb ranch sauce. So yeah. nice. they, they also have an unsweetened – tea um that doesn't have any carbs or sugar that you can get there and they have their iced coffees and stuff like that so i probably would get that yeah to drink as well so um yeah man that's 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 the chick-fil-a and that's probably the end of our episode 34 in the books yeah it's in the listening yeah don't forget to send us your questions or feedbacks about the podcast you know what you liked or what you want to hear on the next podcast, any topics you want, you can always email us again at Keto Island Boys. That's B-O-Y-Z. And don't forget Keto. to – yep, yep. Uh, B-O-Y-Z. That's important. The, it's Keto yep. Island Boys, one word with a Z at the end. And that's also our Twitter and Instagram handles. Nice. So, yeah, follow us on there if you want to come in contact. Uh, we're local. We're very vocal on our uh, social medias, uh, probably more so Instagram and Twitter, more so than Facebook. But if you yep. still hit us up on Facebook, we'll usually get back to you within a day. And if you hit up our email, same thing. We'll probably get back to you within a day if you want to reach out to us in those ways. Yep. So, yeah, thank you. Cool. All right, guys. Well, have a good weekend, and we'll see you guys next week on the Keto Island Boys.